0: Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. I am going to open up James 5 for us now and continue our series. So stick with us. I really believe that God wants to do something significant at the end of our time today. And we may run over, but I think you'll forgive us for that. And you know, in James 5, he opens up an interesting tension in 5 verse 13, because he says this, Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. And we all have this tension in life, don't we? I'm sure Leon and Alison in their 20 years have had this tension of people in unbelievable pain and unbelievable joy. Maybe if you're in the room today, the person on your left might be going through the greatest season of their entire life and then the person on your right might be going through the worst season of their entire life. And that's the reality of community. That's the reality of family. That's the reality of the world and you know there'll be a lot of people in the room today and watching online who are desperate for breakthrough and that's why we're asking the question how do I see breakthrough and I want to make it really really clear from the start this it is God who gives us breakthrough but you might have to wait for it I'm sure Leon and Alison can can attest to that in their 20 years, that it is God who brings about the breakthrough, but you might have to wait for it. And James opens it up further in verse 13. He says, Is anyone among you ill? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. You see, James goes into detail about praying for healing and praying for breakthrough. And I want to give you confidence today that God can bring about your breakthrough, that God can heal you. But I want to make sure that we have the correct theology because some of these verses in James, people have pulled apart and uh, and given incorrect theology. And so the first thing that I want to say is this, breakthrough and healing is coming. It's on the way and the oil that James talks about you know, when he says um, ask the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil that's really significant because oil is representative of the Holy Spirit it's representative of the presence of God in fact oil is mentioned over 200 times throughout the Bible and it represents the anointing of kings and of prophets it represents the presence of God and in the New Testament it represents the presence of the Holy Spirit you see God heals supernaturally God, by the power of his Holy Spirit, can heal you and can bring about your breakthrough. And so what James is saying here today is, he's saying we should be praying for people to be healed. But let me be clear. It's not our amount of faith that heals us. It's not as though if we have 49% faith that God is not going to heal, but then if you get to 51 somehow, then God releases his reluctant hand of healing. It's not the amount of faith that heals. You see, the outcome is not determined by us and our faith, but we are called to pray for people in faith that God will heal them. Let's not be so arrogant to say that our faith heals us. It is God by the power of the Holy Spirit that heals supernaturally. We just need to ask him. And that's what we're going to do at the end of our time together online. Leon and Alison, once they stop crying, we're going to lead you through that if you're watching online in the the studio. And in the room here, we are going to be praying for healing as well. But you know, oil was also widely used for medicinal purposes you know in Egypt it was often used as a cure for the plague in fact in Europe it was used for for various different diseases and you see oil doesn't just have a spiritual symbolism it has a physical use as well and some theologians go as far as to say that the word that James uses here for oil has more of a medicinal meaning than it does a spiritual And so I'm not necessarily saying that, but I think what James might want to say to us here is that we need to have a hybrid approach when it comes to healing. It's miracles and medicine. In fact, Adam Clark, who was a theologian in the 18th century, he said this, St. James desires them to use natural means while looking to God for an especial blessing, and no wise man would direct otherwise. So I'm not going to direct you Otherwise, I think our approach to healing should be that God can heal us supernaturally and he can intervene supernaturally, but he also wants to heal us through the natural world too. You see, let's not be so foolish as to go against medical advice, to flush our tablets down the toilet, to not get the vaccine and say, but God is going to heal me. Listen, seek God for the healing that you need through natural means and supernatural means God can heal you through either one of those and you need to know that your prayers are powerful and effective your prayers are powerful and effective every single one of you in the room here today your prayers are powerful and effective if you're watching online at home your prayers are powerful and effective and if you don't believe me let's have a look at what James says Because James says, in James 5, verse 16, he says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. James is saying, your prayers are powerful and effective. I don't know whether you're getting that. Maybe maybe it's something you need to speak over yourself. Maybe every time you come to pray saying my prayers are powerful and effective in fact coming up in the online community our facebook group we have got some how-to videos and we want to equip you in how to live the christian life on some of the things that we might not talk about as much on a sunday and one of the the first one that's coming out this wednesday is how to pray out loud we want to equip you to pray out loud why because your prayers are powerful and effective and you know You might be saying, but I'm not a righteous person. I wish I had the time to unpack the theology of you are righteous. If you've made the decision to follow Jesus, you are considered righteous in the eyes of God. And so we're going to pray for you later. In fact, we're going to pray together online and in the room. But what if you're not healed? Does that mean that God doesn't love you? Of course it doesn't. Does that mean that God can't heal of course it doesn't you know there's a tension here that some of which I I don't know I really don't know but what I what I do know is that healing is coming and breakthrough is coming but we might have to wait for it and that is point number two you but you might have to wait for it in fact we've probably read James 5 the wrong way round. Because before James talks about healing, he sets up the foundations in James 7 to 12. And you can read it in full yourself. I've pulled out some of the highlights so that we can dig into the right points. He says this, Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. You too, be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering... Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. Let's read that again. We count as blessed those who have persevered. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. You see, James keeps using this phrase, the Lord is coming, the Lord is coming. That's because Jesus is coming back. Like he didn't just die, rise again and go off to heaven and be like, see you later, lads. Enjoy your best, all the best. See you in a bit. Like he promised that he is going to return. And it says in Revelation 21, it says, when Jesus returns, he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more pain or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away you see jesus promises that when he returns we will get our healing and so some of us might have to wait till jesus returns for our healing but james says we count as blessed those who have persevered and we're not that good at waiting are we let's be honest if you're like me like i have spent so much money on amazon prime in the last 18 months it is ridiculous Okay, and, and you see what I love about Amazon Prime is you order it and then the next day it's there, it's amazing, it's like magic and you know when, when you order something there's, there's different ways that you can wait isn't there, I could order it and then forget about it and go about my day and just be like oh look the Amazon package has been left on my door for four hours, I completely forgot about that one why have they stopped knocking on door, anyway that's a, that's a rant for another time <laughs> or I could I could track it couldn't I because you get little tracking updates and I can see that it's arrived in the depot and it's been, been dispatched and you get all these details and you sometimes you can even track on a map the guy driving towards your house. Or I could sit and stare out the window waiting longingly for my Amazon package to arrive. The reality is none of those methods make it come any quicker, but it affects the state of my heart. Because if I sit and look out the window, I'm agitated, I'm angry, I'm frustrated. Hurry up, hurry up. Is that an Amazon van? Nope, just a big car. Like, I, it can affect the, your heart. And you see, it's not just that we wait, it's how we wait. How we wait is so, so important. And James calls us to be patient in waiting for our breakthrough, in waiting for our healing. James calls us to be patient and to persevere. And I think... It's this, we overestimate what God will do in the short term, in the moments, and we underestimate what God will do in the long term. You know, how we wait is so, so important. And you know, when we wait, it does things in us, it brings about perseverance. God brings out things as we wait. You know, about five or six years ago, Laura and I decided that we wanted to think about starting a family. And so we started stopping getting pregnant, if that makes it, We stopped using contraceptives, essentially. Um, and we, we went on that journey. And you know, after a couple of years, it was evident that we weren't getting pregnant. And so we started to look at some tests. And as we went through the testing process, it was long. It was really frustrating. In fact, we had some tests done. And it took so long that the original tests were now invalid and we had to get more testing done. And it was in that process that both of us felt God say, we need to look at adoption. And for us, adoption has always been something that's been on both of our hearts. And we wanted, we wanted to start a family in a way that adoption wasn't the last choice, but it was our choice. And we, we, wanted, to, we wanted to make that decision. So we still don't know whether we can or can't conceive officially. But we've been pursuing a route of adoption, and um, we started the training around about eighteen months ago. And in November, we were approved to become adopters. And so, you know what? This has been a long process of waiting and frustration, and like it's been, it, I think it's been difficult, but it's it's not been heartbreaking. But it's been hard. And we're still in that period of waiting. We're still looking and, uh, and looking at profiles. And it's, it's, at the moment, it is being way slower than we anticipated it. And we're, you know, we're, we're not much further on just being approved. And so we're in this place where we're waiting for breakthrough. We're in this place where we're having to almost daily say, God, we're trusting your timing. God, we're, we're waiting. We're trusting that your timing Will be right. And it's hard, and we're saying, God, God, we're waiting because what you need to do in us will mean that we can, you can do stuff through us. And so, in that frustration, in that waiting for breakthrough, we're trying to wait in the right way. And it's not always easy, as I'm sure a lot of you will agree. And I love what Stuart said a couple of weeks ago when he said, You know, I've been through some stuff in my life, but I wouldn't want to go through that again. I wouldn't choose to go through it again. But I wouldn't want to lose what God did in me in that season. And so how do we see breakthrough? I think it's this. We pray for it and then we wait for it. And then we pray for it. And then we wait for it. And we pray for it. And we keep going in this circle. And we wait until God brings about that cycle until God brings about our breakthrough and our healing. And you know, it might be that today we pray for it and you're healed. I really believe that God could do that. But for some of us, we'll pray for it and you'll have to wait for it and you'll pray for it and sometimes I think we pray for it and we give up. And actually God God wants to take us on this cycle. And allow us to learn in this cycle. And you know, when I started writing this talk, I was listening to the new Elevation Worship album. And there's a song on there called Wait on You. And it's not often that a song hits me right between the eyes first time of listening. But it, it's just so powerful. And it, it used so many words that I wanna, wanted to communicate today. And so. I asked our Life Central Collective if they could put, a, put together their own version of Wait On You by Elevation Worship and Maverick City. And what they have put together is not just an incredible piece of music and editing and filming. It is that. But I think it's an anointed song. Because as, as a number of people have watched it in the last week as we've been preparing for Sunday, there's been a lot of tears. In fact, when the guys filmed it, On this stage on Tuesday night, the presence, the guys have told me the presence of God was incredible. They've all been texting each other saying, I still can't get over how much God moved. And I think this song is so powerful and could actually be something that God really ministers to you if you are somebody who is waiting for your healing and your breakthrough. The words of the song say this I've never seen a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow but I've got a promise I can hold. In the middle of the struggle, God, if you said it, you'll perform it. May not be how I want you to, but here's what I'll do. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I'll trust in your promise. I'm going to wait on you. Allow God to speak to you in these next few moments as we watch the Life Central Collector's version of Wait On You.